Hello, everybody. Hi there. I'm Cassie. Did you forget that you have to say your name yes, first? Yes, I did it's forget. It's alphabetical to, order per our contract. To be... <laughs> I'm Tiffany. Fully transparent. I forgot. <laughs> but you know what I didn't forget? Is this is our one and done episode? Yeah. And this is Happy Hour Gets Weird. All right. The podcast. On our one and done episodes, we drink a beer mm-hmm. and have a lighthearted discussion mm-hmm. on a topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you ready to do this? Mm-hmm. This week we are drinking Anderson Valley out of Boonville, California, bourbon barrel stout. Oh, yum. Malt beverage aged in wild turkey bourbon barrels. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm here for this. Yeah, that sounds delicious. And how? And shout out to Boonville. Boonville. That's our anthem. Our anthem is just us saying Boonville? Mm-hmm. No, they have to say Boonville. Fuck yeah. That's what they say. Oh, I love it. That's like that's what the kindergartners say instead of pledge al- pledge of allegiance in Boonville. Yes. Oh, that's a beautiful style. It's beautiful. All right. So I decided that <laughs> I nobody else can see your finger. Well, guns. I just did a dance. Okay, I did a finger gun dance, and it it felt right. It just felt right in the moment, and I have to go with my gut. I just have to live my truth. Thank you so much. Cheers. I'm gonna taste this. Cheers to living your truth. Mm-hmm. This is good. Oh, it's so chocolatey, huh? Oh yeah. Coffee. Yeah, coffee. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Ooh, this is fantastic. This would be great with some cake. Yes. Okay. What are you reading me today? Okay, so I am gonna read you the world's weirdest liquors. So I'm just gonna get right into it. Okay. Brewdog is a Scottish. This is the uh, number 10. Okay. Do you want to cite your source? Oh, I I would. You know what? Thank you for reminding me. I would love to because I don't want to be sued for plagiarism. Oh, okay. Maybe next week. This is from (laughs) listverse.com. Top 10 bizarre alcoholic drinks. Okay. Okay. So Brewdog is a Scottish craft brewery that has a history of pushing the envelope of beers in 2010 they produced a 55 percent alcoholic beer called the end of history holy shit yes it was they strongly suggested sipping this beer and <laughs> no, not it's not a keg stand beer no oh, okay you will die <laughs> they were only made in small amounts and but the most bizarre thing about it it was served in a bottle contained within either a squirrel or a stoat which is a small weasel-like mammal okay i've never heard of a stoat and is this like a taxidermied animal yes what the fuck yes can you imagine drinking a bottle of beer stuffed in the mouth of a taxidermied squirrel or stoat no yeah i I cannot and the price of the the price of the bottle depended on the size of the animal in which it came in which i find interesting Yeah, I'll take the small squirrel. (laughs) I'm a bitch on a budget. (laughs) All right. So next we have flavored vodkas. Okay. And I am a fan of flavored vodkas. Back in the day, I used to drink blueberry vodka on the rocks. Yes, I remember those days. Because I have daddy issues. (laughs) Uh, The joy of vodka is that it serves its function. It gets you drunk. The shame is that it generally tastes like rubbing alcohol. (laughs) 
except for our favorite vodka tahoe blue delicious it tastes like the clear fresh waters of tahoe lake please don't drink the waters of tahoe lake (laughs) no (laughs) okay that is word on the street i've never drinking the waters so an alaska distillery makes a vodka which has been incorporated into what has been called alaska's signature cocktail they produce a smoked salmon flavor vodka oh shit which they say goes brilliantly with a Bloody Mary. That's what I was going to say. That's the only thing you could really do with it, right? Yes. If that. <laughs> it's a stretch. I don't want to drink anything that tastes like smoked salmon. Made with water from glacial ice, they infuse the salmon into the vodka, leaving it a mellow pink color. So pretty. It is beautiful, but it tastes like fish. <laughs> Fermented mare's milk. No, thank you. No, thank you. So this comes all the way from Mongolia. Okay. Kumis is a Mongolian fermented mare's milk. The milk is gathered in a large leather sack and mixed repeatedly for two days. This induces oxygen into the milk and allows yeast and bacteria to grow. Mm, Sounds delicious. Mm. They convert some of the lactic acid to alcohol, making the mixture about 2% alcohol. Their metabolism also produces carbon dioxide, which slightly carbonates the milk. No, it's getting worse. Uh, no, I no, thank you. Another reason to ferment mare's milk before drinking it is that the raw milk has a powerful laxative effect on humans. But why do people have to drink this? I mean, is this a non-option? I guess if you're on the plains of Mongolia and you need a serve- limited drinks. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, fair. yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, I'll try anything once. Except for salmon vodka. I would try that. Okay, I'm buying it. I would try, I would try that. I'm ordering it. When in Rome. Okay. Or Alaska. In this situation specifically, when in Alaska. <laughs> Snake wine. Mm. Snake wine is just what it sounds like. Snakes, often venomous cobras, are placed in bottles with rice wine and left to marinade in the mix the resulting snake wine is said to have health benefits from the venom dissolving in the alcohol according to practitioners of traditional chinese medicine snake wine can be found throughout china and the southeast asia no thank you i'll pass on the snake wine so drinking venom is good for you but getting bit by venom is bad for you i think so okay i don't know I'm just anything with snakes. I'm sorry. I thought you were Dr. Tapeworm. I won't ask any more questions. (laughs) Next is Gilpin Family Whiskey. Mm -hmm. James Gilpin has turned his knowledge of the human body's chemistry into an unusual alcoholic drink. I'm out. Nope. (laughs) He has decided to raise awareness of diabetes by working with a natural byproduct of type 2 diabetes. Type 2 diabetes are unable to regulate the amount of sugar in their blood and so often have high blood sugar. This gets excreted into their urine. I'm so stressed out right now. Gilpin took urine from elderly people with diabetes and turned it into a single malt whiskey. Can we go back to Purvish? (laughs) And if you don't know who Purvish is, listen to our main episodes on Conspiracy Theories. You'll be in the loop after that. And that's all we're going to tell you. 
So I'll pass. So on that it's one. pea whiskey. Yes, basically. Okay. I'm no thank you. I'll stick with my uh, bourbon barrel stout. Zero P in this. I like to keep my drinks at a zero P level. Yeah. Cassie had to think about it. She kind of likes a little bit of pee. (laughs) (laughs) We'll save that for a fetish episode. Three penis wine. Traditional Chinese medicine strikes again. In China, to give men back their potency, they go straight to the pharmacy. But in non-traditional pharmacies, you can buy wine, which has had penises steeped in it. Yes, that's right. Like tea, but with penises. uh, Yes. Where do they get them? At a non-traditional pharmacy. No, where do they get the penises? Oh, we're getting there. Okay. Mm -hmm. One particular wine ups the ante by containing the power of trace penises (gasps) at once. Three in one. Hence, three penis wine. (laughs) Such a creative name. Okay, so I'm going to per- try to pronounce this Chinese. Oh, my God. Okay. Tenzi Sabanju is a rice wine that to the unobservant would look much like any other rice wine. That was a really good job. Thank you. Okay. Its name, however, translates to three penis liquor. <laughs> Please, if you're buying wine in China, bring a translator. Translator. Those willing to try it will get the supposed benefits of deer, seal, and dog penis in their shot glass. Unsurprising. Oh, like animal penises. I swear yes. to God, I was thinking it was human penises this whole time. No, it's animal penises. <laughs> unsurprisingly, oh God. unsurprisingly, it is mostly men who seek the help of three penis liquor. Antigen. Nordic cuisine has undergone a renaissance in recent years. Mm-hmm. Noma in Copenhagen has been ranked the world's best restaurant four times. Unafraid mm-hmm. to be original, when Noma visited London, they presented a dish which consisted of cabbage leaves and live ants. Okay. The head chef at Noma, Rene Rezepi, has set up Nordic Food Lab, a nonprofit organization which investigates food diversity and deliciousness. Working with a gin distillery, they have brought the flavor of ants to the masses. Each bottle of anti-gin contains the essence of 62 wood ants, which would have been hand-foraged. The ants were chosen for Noma's menu and this gin because when under attack, they produce a spray of chemicals to fend off predators. Many of these chemicals have aromas, which the creators of the gin say add to the flavor. I'm actually 100% here for this. Are you really? I really am. One, I'm not afraid to eat a bug except for tarantulas. Which I've seen Andrew Zimmern eat deep fried tarantulas. I am fucking disgusted by you right now. And um, I... What do you mean you're not afraid to eat a bug? I don't even know who you are. <laughs> okay. I would never eat a tarantula because I've seen Andrew Zimmern, as I mentioned, and other people on TV eat tarantulas. Right. 
and it's gross because there's too much stuff in uh, their because bodies. it's a fucking tarantula maybe but eating insects could actually help save the planet in my opinion okay all right okay you many said save insects, the planet I'm, many I'm, insects are very high in protein all right true facts and think about how much room a million crickets takes compared to two cows yeah but imagine the noise pollution noise pollution a lot better than the pollution that raising farting cows yes yes okay i get it so i mean i'm not going to pretend like i'm a scientist and i'm not dr tapeworm but (laughs) i will say that i am totally behind people eating insects because i think that it's good for the environment and i think a lot of cultures already do it and i think that we should rid ourselves of the stigma of eating insects okay fine we will personally rid the stigma here i challenge you in the near future, mm-hmm. that we eat some crickets on this I've, podcast. I think that fried crickets, I've heard, I've seen, I think that they are good. I think they're crunchy, mild flavored. And if you season them right, I think they'd be tasty. I'm going to buy some online and okay. I'm going to make Cassie eat them on okay. the podcast. Okay. I'll, I'll find, I'll try a cricket on the podcast. And this is not me being like, I hate beef. I love beef. I'm just saying that if we incorporated insects. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? <laughs> I'm just saying if That's we incorporated what Tiffany insects, wants to know is where's the fucking beef into our diet that it would be good for the environment. Okay. All right. Uh, fine. And I think they're healthy. That's it. Sure. So I would definitely drink gin with ants soaked in it. The other day I finished a glass of the wine. The essence of 62 wood ants. <laughs> the other day I finished a glass of wine and realized that there was a fruit fly in it. So I'm basically oh, fucking God. halfway there. Okay. I went on vacation. I won't name names. Okay. But I went on vacation and I was going through a phase of ordering skinny pirates. So I had Captain and Diet. Mm-hmm. And I'm out at this restaurant. Let's say it's a resort. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a big group and we're having a great time. I'm drinking my drinks. Everyone's drinking their drinks. I finished my drink. I look down. There's a fucking pincher bug on my em- <laughs> empty glass on, resting on the ice. That's all right. It's not going to hurt you. It was disgusting. It's fine. Did I order another drink? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> of course I did. And you know what? We're Americans and maybe we take insects as food for granted is all I'm saying. Yes, I agree. I agree Let's with that. branch out. I agree. So the next one on our list is sour toe cocktail. Talk about okay. branching out, saving the world. I, I don't think that eating toes is going <laughs> to save anybody, but Okay. The downtown hotel in Dawson City, Canada, offers patrons a unique opportunity. All you have to do is order a shot of spirit and pledge the sour toe oath. Then the bar will take your shot and place a real human toe into the glass. Then you take your shot and become a member of the sour toe club. The club has only one rule. You can drink it fast. You can drink it slow. But your lips have got to touch the toe. The legend of the toe is that it belonged to a booze runner during Prohibition. Caught in a blizzard, the runner developed gangrene in his toe, which he knocked off with an axe and preserved in rum. (laughs) Decades later, the preserved toe was supposedly found. Quite how the decision was made to turn it into a cocktail is lost to history. The current toe used in the cocktail is not that original toe. 
Thank God. So, the gangrene toe? Well, thank God. Where are they getting his toes is what I want to know. I'd prefer it to be the original toe. No, I'd prefer it to be a non-gangrene toe. Several toes have been accidentally swallowed by those taking the <laughs> sour toe challenge. <laughs> In 2013, one patron swallowed the toe on purpose, willingly paying the $500 fine for Ew. the loss of the key ingredient. <laughs> those who swallow the toe will now be hit with a $2,500 charge. Luckily, the hotel has managed to get other toes donated to it. Wow donated toes huh? right that donor sign on my license it's for that specifically yes. yes mine too yes are you ready for this one okay poured over women's breasts there is a certain type of person who will pay for any sort of contact with an attractive woman for those wanting a little human contact in their spirits a german company has just the product g spirits sells bottles of alcohol that have been poured over a model's breasts. Buyers can get whiskey, rum, and vodka, which has had the G-Spirit treatment. Each bottle comes with a certificate signed by the model that swears the alcohol has been run over their flesh. They will also receive a photograph of the model mid-soaking. Sexy. The makers have created a glass basin to catch the alcohol and offers videos of the process. For around $200, the owners of G-Spirits promise a first-rate product and the, quote, eroticism of a beautiful woman. Whether this translates into a better flavor awaits a blind taste test. I think it does. I already think it tastes better. Can I pour my beer over your boobs? Sure. Okay. Thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) What are friends for? That'll be $200. (laughs) Oh, man. I thought I'd get a freebie. All right, the first one's free. And this brings us to our last liquor on the list. Mm -hmm. Beer brewed from human yeast. Oh, no. Yes. Mm -mm. Yeast is everywhere, people. If you are alive as you read this, you have yeast all over you and inside you. I'm sobbing. Most of the time... They do no harm and are actually vital parts of the ecology that exists on our bodies. But as we have seen, yeasts are also a key part of brewery. They do the actual work of making alcohol. And it seems that people have put these two facts together and are using yeast sourced from humans to make their drinks. What the fuck? John Mayer, no relation to the singer John Mayer. (laughs) Is the chief the John Mayer? <laughs> I, I, it's not the John Mayer. Handsome, funny songbird that has an amazing Instagram account. It's not is that this one. What body is a wonderland is about? Yes, <laughs> yes. I think you're onto something. So John Mayer, not the John Mayer, is the chief brewer at brewer at Rogue Brewery. When they wanted to develop a new strain of yeast for their beers, they searched in all the usual places. Like my underwear. (laughs) I had to say it. Then someone joked that his beard, not shaved since 1978, might be playing host to some interesting yeasts. Taking nine hairs, they cultivated a yeast that was ideal for beer making that had been lurking in Mayer's beard. Wash your fucking face, dude. Seriously. Disgusting. 
The yeast was probably a mix of wild yeast strain and one normally used in the brewery. The beer was released in 2014 as Rogue Beard Beer. Mm-mm. No, no thanks. I will pass on the Rogue Beard no Beer. In 2016, a crowdfunding page emerged for a Polish company looking to brew beer using yeast source from a model's private parts. Oh my god. Because yeast used in brewery is a different strain <laughs> to that usually found in humans, it seems unlikely to succeed. You think? I'm Jesus. sure it won't stop fucking freaks from trying. Pervish bought three bottles. <laughs> and that is a list of bizarre liquors. Okay. That was a fantastic list. Out of which, out of the list, which one would you drink? That's what I was going to ask okay. you. Okay. Seriously, oh, you we're first. on the same wavelength. Hive mind. Okay. Hive mind. Uh, I, the ant. The ant one. No questions asked. Definitely. All right. I would, um, I'll tell you the ones I won't try. No. I'm not going to drink the beer, the the human yeast beer. Mm-hmm. You know what? And fuck it. I will drink the three penis whiskey. They are animal penises. Why was I thinking it was like a human penis in this? Because uh, <laughs> you're the fucking villain from Saw. I don't know. Uh, I think I would not try the... Uh, mare's milk one oh no i like no. a bubbly fermented milk no thanks milk's already hard on its own for me it has to be in cereal or coffee for me already so yeah, yeah i'm not one to like drink a glass of milk either no unless you're a child get the fuck away from the milk <laughs> jesus i do you know what i have to tell you speaking of milk we my husband and I went to Vegas recently and we had, we went to a noodle house at like mm-hmm. three in the morning as mm-hmm. you do in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting there eating. We're like the only ones in there. And then this big old group of people come in, all adults, older adults, every fucking one of them ordered no. a glass of milk <gasps> with, with noodles, with dim sum and like noodles. And yeah, it was a noodle house. It was crazy. That's a fucking cult. It was insane. They are in a cult. It was weird. That's not fucking. Normal. It was weird. That's weird. They're not normal people. They're we were cult. definitely weirding out on it. You know what I just thought? What? And I'm getting excited because I'm karate chopping. She's, the she's air karate with my chopping hands. the air. What if they ordered really spicy noodles? Oh, the milk ramen with palate. Uh, yes. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Be a grown up. <laughs> have a fucking beer. So you can only have milk in the morning, or with a cookie. Or if you're you Santa Claus. You can only have milk with a sweet, period. Even okay. Santa only has it with a cookie. Okay. All right. All right. That's the rules. Follow our rules. Sometimes. Be a grown up. If you're going to eat something spicy, have a bourbon barrel stout to cool your palate. Yeah. Sometimes I have to say sometimes my husband will eat, have milk, a glass of milk with dinner. It's weird. It's a throwback. It's definitely. To childhood. It is, but it's still weird. I would never. Well, our husbands are weird. They're weird. And uh, you know what? Cheers to that. Because we're weird. We're weird. We're too. a bunch of fucking weirdos. Cheers. Cheers to weirdos drinking milk. And in and drinking penis whiskey. And mainly the penis whiskey. And mainly the toe. The sour toe. I I why would drink that one? You know what? When in Canada. When we go to Canada, we will drink that toe. Yes. Shot. Yes. Cheers to Canada. Yes. Cheers to Canada. Thank you so much for listening. As as always. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>